You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George, and I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. And if you've not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, I pray that you'll do that. And be sure to hit that like button down at the bottom of your screen. That'll help us out a lot. And then uh, if you haven't already, become familiar with our website. And there's a place where you can sign up and get a brand new uh, devotion, email devotion, every day. And we do 20 of these every month to help you study the Scripture and to give you some print material to go along with your uh, podcast that you're watching right now. So uh, I hope you'll do that. MyFaithRoots.com is where you go. Well, our text Scripture for this series is uh, Proverbs 20, 27. It's a prophetic Scripture because what it prophesies was not fully operational when it was written, but it later became operational. Man's spirit is the lamp of Yahweh. And that wasn't completely true in Proverbs chapter 20, but it became completely true when the new birth was possible. So this was really prophetic. Man's spirit is the lamp of Yahweh, or the Lord, searching his deepest self. King James says, uh, searching the the innermost being or the uh, inward parts of the belly. And that's an an expression for the deepest part of your, your being. The spirit man has knowledge and sensitivity to an unseen world. And we know things in the spirit world and in our spirits that you can't see in this natural world. You see this in in the Gospel of John with Jesus, and it's a fascinating thing. I want to turn your attention to it. It is when Jesus went to the house of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, and Lazarus was dead, and his two sisters were grieving. And the Bible says in John's Gospel, chapter 11, verse 32, Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, she saw him, she fell down at his feet, and she said to him, Lord... If you had been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Now, this is an interesting word because it appears twice in this text. Now, I want to keep reading. And uh, this word groan is very, very important. Uh, He said at the time, where have you laid him? And they said, come and see. Jesus wept. That's the shortest verse of the Bible. And uh, I knew of a pastor's son who had uh, memorized Scripture, and every week he had to have a memory verse, and that was his favorite one. John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. And uh, he qualified for the verse. Uh, then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which have opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died. In other words, there was a threat being made against Jesus, not from these people. It was death itself that was threatening Jesus. And death was saying, you can do something for people before they die. But I'm the supreme ruler. I have greater authority than anything. Everyone on earth is subject to what I do. Everybody dies. Not everybody gets sick, but everybody dies. And death is making this boast to Jesus. 
And so Jesus, therefore, again, groaning in himself, uh, John eleven thirty eight comes to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay on it. Now, two times it says that he groaned in himself. The Greek word here, and forgive me for those of you who speak New Testament Greek, in brim aom ahi, it means to snort with anger. And it's something that uh, a stallion does when he is immediately brought into the presence of another male horse. Uh, We were riding horses some years ago out at our camp dry gulch, and we rode up on the hill where we kept stallions. And there was one name, I say stallions, stallion, because you don't usually keep loads of stallions together. There was one stallion in in a pen with a bunch of mares there in a lot, and we rode by that lot, and this horse went nuts. And before he could even see us, he knew we were there. We could hear him snorting. He was pacing the fence and going back and forth and stomping his feet. And, and he was reacting to the presence of a rival. That is exactly the word that's used here to describe Jesus groaning in spirit. He is reacting to the presence of a rival. He's not reacting to Mary, to the Jews who are weeping, to the people, to the humans that are there. He is sensing the presence of an evil being. He's sensing the presence of death. And death is daring him and challenging him and saying, I have taken one of your closest friends and and two of his sisters are grieving. There's nothing you can do about it. And Jesus had already raised the dead. Now, this is important. He raised a little girl and uh, Matthew's Gospel chapter 9, uh, Mark chapter 5. He, he raised a, a young man from the dead in a village called Nain. And in both of these cases, their deaths would have been very near. Lazarus was now dead for four days already. And his body had begun to decompose, and he began to stink. And so death had really set in, and here's death saying, uh, you can't defeat me. The human race is doomed to death. There's nothing you do. They, this is more than just a simple resurrection. This is totally different than, than anything that uh, he's faced up until that time. Now, Jesus overcame and he immediately challenged death and he called Lazarus out of that tomb. And you, you know the story, Lazarus was raised from the dead. Now, this sense of an evil presence is something that you see throughout the New Testament. Uh, in the book of Acts, uh, the apostle Paul went into the city of Athens. He had a similar experience. Let me read it to you. Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Now, he's stirred not against death, but against idolatry and against false gods and no doubt the presence of demonic spirits that are being worshipped openly in the city of Athens. And it stirred his spirit. He had a reaction to it. Uh, Acts chapter 18 and verse 5, And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. In other words, he had this urgency to begin to proclaim Christ as Messiah. 
Uh, the Bible talks about a, a, a man named Apollos and how he was fervent in the Spirit. Acts chapter 18, verses 24-25. And a certain Jew named Apollos was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord. Now, here's what that means. He wasn't loud. He wasn't boisterous. He was very passionate. There was a sense of authority, a sense of great confidence that that there was absolutely no chance I'm wrong in this. I know this is right. You could sense that confidence, and as a result, people gained confidence because he was confident. So you see these things uh, revealed as these people are demonstrating the knowledge of the Spirit. In other words, their own spirits have the capability of exuding spiritual qualities. They can pick up the presence of other spirits in the neighborhood that are wrong and evil. And so uh, you see that, that, that this is a sensitivity that we as believers are to have. And I marvel at this. There are times that I'll drive into a particular city and I'll tell my wife, there, there's something wrong here. This, this city has a dark spirit about it. And I have other Christians around us, and they've heard me say that. I don't sense anything. I don't know where you get that. I can't feel anything. Well, I'm going to tell you why. It's because they don't have a real sensitivity to their own spirit. When you don't have a sensitivity to your own spirit, you will not sense other things and other spiritual forces. It is that sensitivity to your own spirit that gives you the ability to have a sensitivity to the spirit world. And a sensitivity to your own spirit is the development of your spirit. That is, you have recognized what God did in you in Christ Jesus, and you're sensitive to the fact that you have good things coming out of your spirit. You're sensitive to faith. You're sensitive... Listen, I, I, I sense the love of God rising up in me. I see myself doing amazing things in kindness for people. I see it all the time. I will see myself giving people money or supporting a missionary or going up to someone who's discouraged and encouraging them and giving them a word. I sense myself reaching out to people. I make phone calls to people all the time uh, and am used of God to, to at just the right moment because God puts people on my heart. But that is a sensitivity that I have developed over time in learning to cultivate and develop my spirit. And so you are led by the spirit when you develop a sensitivity to the spirit. And so it's a very important idea. You can't expect to be led by the Holy Spirit if you're dead to your own spirit. And you can see that Jesus and Paul had this sensitivity. Now, you can see something here in the book of John chapter 4. And it says, Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus had made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself didn't baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again to Galilee, but he needed to go through Samaria. Now that's a fascinating statement to me. He must needs go through Samaria is what the King James says. I, I don't know that Jesus knew everything that was going to happen on that trip. You know, the, the Bible says Jesus had to learn. He learned obedience by the things that he experienced and suffered. Uh, so that means that he was not fully complete in all knowledge when he was here in this earthly body. Now, today he would be after he's raised from the dead. But in those days, 
Jesus didn't know everything. He had to learn. He had uh, partial knowledge. And I believe that he sensed there's something important that will happen when we go through Samaria. And of course, if you continue reading in, in the book of John chapter 4, you see that Jesus encountered a, a woman of, of ill repute at the well at Samaria while all the disciples were grown, struck up a conversation with her, showed her an act of love by just asking for a drink from her vessel. She was drawing water from the well. She was blown away that he even even asked that. And then he began to talk to her about living water, and he began to reveal certain things about her life that only God could have known. So the thing that I want to say about this was that Jesus had a sensitivity to spirit, and his sensitivity to his own spirit, the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, it put him in a place to be able to receive more from God. And that's all I want to say to you today. That's really the heart of this message. You need to learn to develop a sensitivity to your own spirit. And uh, that very often, you know, we pop off, we say things we shouldn't say, and, and your own spirit will condemn you over that honor that. Repent of what it is that you do. I have learned over the years to develop a sensitivity. People who've been with me know there have been times I've said things I thought, you know what, I'm sorry, I should never have said that, and I've had to apologize for it. I value sensitivity of spirit, and I want to be led by the Holy Spirit, and if I don't have a sensitive spirit of my own, how can I be sensitive to God's Spirit? And that's the point that we want to make. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but we'll dig into this even more in tomorrow's lesson, so don't miss it. I'll see you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.